I was in Nanaimo a couple years ago. Um, for Canada mm-hmm. Day, we were celebrating my mom passing. Mm-hmm. Well, not celebrating. <laughs> yeah! But, yeah. She's gone. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> no, we were, it was a celebration of life. Where she wanted, where she uh... wanted. never get it right i I don't know how we did it (laughs) never never well Mm. welcome to the blue collar philosophers podcast i am co-host devin braun that is biker mike from mars hello hello and we have our other co-host in the house again i it's it's bam it's justin butts (laughs) well thanks for having me it's good to be back i feel like it's an honorable mention i or what's the 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 um like Honor- a, it's an honorific. Honorific, yes. Honorific. It's, it's like, a, yeah, technically not, but at the same time, <clears throat> yes. Like, we have you here enough that there's no way we can just overlook it. It's fair. It is the elephant in the room, really. Did we say blue collar philosophers? I did, yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> Literally the first thing to come out of my mouth. Hey, everybody. Yeah. That's how this show is going to go. I'm going to kick the things off really quick. Do you know what's fucking horrible? What? Safety meetings. Oh, they're the worst. I... Hey, okay, we've all, I assume, I'm making a big assumption here, we've all been the reason for a safety meeting or two? Yes. Oh, One yes. or two. 100%. <laughs> 100%. So, it's fine. And I have come to realize there's two kinds of safety meetings, and there needs to be three. So, um, one, there's a circle jerk of somebody got hurt, everyone here is doing fine, everyone here is good. Is somebody knocking? Somebody yeah. knocked. Intrude! You may intrude. Hi, Julia. <laughs> Thanks. Bible delivery. Bible delivery yeah, service. Didn't need that for this podcast. That's but. right. No, but that's still awesome. <laughs> Hopefully like, she didn't hear me say How many places can you go to get Bible delivery? Right? I don't know. You can't do that at a restaurant. You can't be like, Garcon, a New Testament, please. Yeah. Quiet. <laughs> There's no skip the Bible. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That'd be great. Yes. That being said, if the, somebody did it, it would they would go <clears> in pretty quick. I don't I don't know yes. a lot of people that are like, do you know what I need right now? A, a King James a, a hard copy King James. If Something the that, font is too small. If you can do that with some sort of cross-like object, throw in, <laughs> throw in a two for cross, it's like you're really winning. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> Enough of this Bible talk. The circle jerk. Oh, yeah. The, the everyone is fine. Everyone's good. You guys are all doing good. We're family here. We care about you and what you do matters to us because we want you to go. I have kids. You have kids. We all love our kids. Let's work safely. Well, and it's like, be late. Do what you have to do to be safe. Meanwhile, nobody there believes that. No. If you're late, like, you don't give trouble. a fuck who I am. <laughs> you just want me to get my job done without being a liability that's going to cost you fucking money because it will cost you money either in WCB bullshit or in some other ways. <laughs> Why are we doing con- countless and constant orientations? Mm-hmm. Because somebody's lawyer thinks that we need to hear this. Yes. It has very little to do with the work we do. Yeah. It has mm-hmm. to do with every, some lawyer sitting in Calgary that's getting paid way too much money goes, oh yeah. Yeah. 
this is this is very important. All of a sudden, we have a new orientation. Yep. Another one. Here's another, and it's a money grab, and well, it's going yeah. I mean, to cost somebody the, money. The people, the people at WCB need to justify their existence. Yes. <laughs> like that whole thing could f- could function just fine at half capacity of what it is. Yeah. But they need to justify who they are. All right. So that's the one. Yeah. So the second type of safety meeting is y'all got to smarten up. There's too much danger. Things are not going right. Somebody like we're not safe enough. And there's not enough of the third. Which and is, the, the se- oh, sorry, the second one needs a little more attention. Yeah, yeah. That yes. you're all retarded. So you're doing a safety meeting while simultaneously telling me everyone how dumb it is they are. And it's like, oh, give me an answer for this. And if it's not the exact answer, but it is a good answer, you're like, oh, yeah, yes, that. Oh, oh, yeah. And, oh, okay. And that, yeah, no, there's that too. And then they're just waiting for the right answer, even though there's like 10 great answers. So yes. you're like, oh. And you're nearly <laughs> shunned. For it's if you don't get the right answer, it's or like you word it wrongly. Yeah, oh. if you give, give give an answer that it's like, oh, what's a safety concern? And it's this. Yeah, and, and you gave the answer B, and they were looking for A, and they're like, they try to like, oh yeah, it's it like, just makes you look, and it just makes you not want to answer questions yeah. and not want to participate in the meeting itself. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, this is the stupidest shit, and you just feel like. I'm not going to answer anything. Yeah. I'm just going to stop talking. It's not a culture of safety at that point. No, it, it's you're a, talking and, and you're at like, I, yeah, and it's no point. Now there needs to be the third, and the third is um, when somebody does die horribly, and it's unfortunate. It does happen, but sometimes the person is a retard, and they need to be like, the world is a better place now. It is a little bit safer because this person's not here. It's sad but true. There's a place for it. There is a place for it. There's a place for it. It's like the thing is a cautionary tale is an important thing. Yeah. Mm. It'd be like, we all know now what not to do. Yeah. Don't be Nick. Yeah. Don't be, don't be Nick. Don't be Nick. Whoever Nick is, don't (laughs) Don't be him. (laughs) Like you have a choice here. You can be dumb or, or you can be smart. You can be the load your mom should have swallowed, or you can be a, you know, decent person and figure your shit out. And (laughs) I've been waiting all day to say that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Anyways, I was part of a a safety meeting today, and that was just so Were you the reason? No. Not today? No, I wasn't. Somebody, uh, I cannot say any information about it. Uh, Somebody may or may not have gotten injured, and they were like, we need to uh, talk about something that may or may not have happened. And I don't even know if it happened here. It could have happened like 100 miles away. But if it happened within any organization, they have to have a meeting about it. So everywhere. So I think I covered my butt there. I didn't get myself in any trouble. Nope. All is well. <laughs> All yeah. is well. I think you are I think you are missing one of the more helpful kind though, and that's mm. the morning tool the morning toolbox talk. Yeah. Where you kind of go over, you know, all right, here's what's happening today. Yeah. And then okay, here are the specific dangers <laughs> that yeah. we're that we're dealing with. These are the safety yeah, protocols the that actual... we need that we need to use today. It's fresh in your mind. There's no excuses. Let's go and let's get this done. All right, hoorah! Like yeah. that one is actually very very helpful and very yeah. Um, I think productive. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it is. But the statistically speaking, the more of those you hold, the more accidents you have. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, it's, it, oh, that's funny. it is a very strange anomaly. <clears throat> I was thinking about something though, incentivizing safe behavior, uh, in order with bonuses, but oh, yeah. they can't be too big okay. because if you make them too big, somebody's going to be like, I'm not going to report this incident that actually happened. Like this, some that they're not going to do something about it. But if you make them too small, people are not going to care. Are you, Are you familiar with Shell? A little bit. 
and all their safety policies and bonuses and all of that. Oh, they love safety. And and but and they've got a procedure for everything, and oh, there yeah. is bonuses based on on safe work hours and all this stuff. Yeah. And what kind of safety record do they have? Uh, hor- well, yeah, depends on which size. It's abysmal. <laughs> yeah. Because they have more incidents and more lost time because they report be- everything. Well, they report everything, and if you over if you over safety everything, and you're putting safety into every step, and I agree, safety needs to be there. Yeah. We all only work. To support our lo- ourselves, so we can enjoy our family. That that is that is the fact of the matter. That is, yeah. That, but you can't over safety, and when you over safety, the person is thinking about safety, and they're not thinking about their task at hand. Yeah. And that's when accidents happen because you're not mind on task. Yeah. You're worried about being safe. Am I working you're safe? About Am I walking working down the stairs yeah. correctly? Yeah. Okay. Rather I rather, wish rather I was than joking. actually doing your work, yeah. and and so it's like your focus isn't I have to do whatever task you're there, I'm bleeding down the line. You know, you're not yeah. thinking about all of lockout, the, t- the lockout tag out, proper bleed down procedures. You're not thinking about any of that. All you're thinking about is the safety that goes along with what you're actually doing. Well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're thinking, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. What's in your mind? Yeah, fucking up. <laughs> fucking up. So guess what happens? Yeah. You fuck up. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it's so annoying and you just need competent, good workers. People who are looking out for each other who actually care about the people yeah. you're working with. And yes. Don't be a piece of shit on the site. Uh, it's really easy. I can't believe how easy it is to be safe. And, and you know what? This is the thing. We get paid extremely well. Mm-hmm. Like, in, admittedly, far more than what... A lot of people deserve. Yes. Not not more than yeah. I deserve. No, more than most people. Far more, far more than we're <laughs> worth almost across the board other than, than Biker Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid Because if you look, fair, if, if you look at our counterparts doing this yeah. in so many other parts of the world. Oh, yeah. They're working for dollars a day. Yeah. Not thousands of dollars a day. Yeah. They, they yeah. You know, so we're, we're so blessed beyond measure. Oh, yeah. To be working where we are and have the safety culture that we do have. Yes. It's like... Like watch a It's not a, cowboy no more. No, watch a Middle Eastern pipeline and they're <laughs> they're out there in sandals with barely a welding helmet and no yeah. gloves. And it's it's I, wild what they're doing. I knew a guy who actually did some um overseas work and stuff like that and apparently he could hear like tinging off the um off the rig that he was working on. He's like, What's that noise? And one of the security guys is like, Oh, there's some guys over there shooting at the rig. <laughs> Just no big <laughs> deal. Very nonchalant, right? <laughs> It's like you're good. It's like you're good. no, I'm it's not. Fine. They're it's not fine. shooting at you. They're just shooting at the rig. You just happen to be near. <laughs> uh, oh, good. that's uh, ridiculous. I, I forget about all these people. <laughs> it's really bad. No, but so we're just like we're blessed beyond measure <clears throat> to do what we do where we do it. Yeah, you know we 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 earn uh, an above average income yep. for the most part. Yeah, and. We have a very prevalent safety culture, yep. like in Canada as a whole. Yeah, BC could dial back the, the, like the green side of things. Yeah, to make it that's a little, fair. Yeah, to make it a little easier for us to yeah. to carry out business and then thus generate more. Yeah. The thing is, we've become so efficient at it that we're able to be more green in in spite of their, they're like trying to force it down. It's not them that's making it greener. It's people are becoming better at it and becoming more efficient and doing it in a way that uses less overall materials. And you're like, oh, this is better for everything, the environment and the, everyone around it. All, all the advancements in our industry have benefited the environment. Modern carthotics is something, every time they talk about pipeline ruptures, all I just want to start hollering at people is modern carthotics. We, we dry these, these new pipelines 
to a dew point that is mm-hmm. you know wasn't wasn't achievable in the 50s and 60s we we before we put them in a service we do inhibitor runs yeah they're running smart pigs that can tell you the wall thickness of a pipe oh, yeah. down to a thousandth of an inch I, I i dug one up yeah and it was like four years old not very old and they were like oh there's a slight uh, defect in this pipe yeah i looked at it there was next to nothing. They're like, oh, it looks like uh, it was scratched in manufacturing when it was manufactured. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're seeing. You're like yeah. seeing nothing at all. It's a manufacturer, like but a slight imperfection that the, that, that it picked that, that up. That smart and, pig picked up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and that's on the outside. The smart pig's on the inside of it detecting oh, this. Oh, that's crazy. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, the its detail is mm-hmm. is insane. So... You know, when we're talking about pipeline incidents and all of these things, and, and there has been some, there's been oh, some yeah. in Dawson Creek the last few years. Um, one of the producers there was having trouble with salt water. Yeah. And um, one of the one of the service companies had been in, done, a, done an integrity program, fixed in a section of line, thought they had got it all. Yeah. They didn't. They were still suffering from salt water issues. Yeah. And there was a rupture. Like the, it yeah. does happen, yeah. but they catch these things. Like you say, it's they, like. They're doing, there is due diligence in place. Could they go further? Yes, but it's getting unreasonable. It's like, oh, we'll dig up the entire pipeline just to replace it. It's like, that's just unreasonable. My, my whole, th- I just really wish I could sit down with the other side and just, it just like, just ha- like, just talk about it. Like, so what is so wrong? Like for the most part, I was in Nanaimo a couple of years ago, <clears throat> um, for Canada mm-hmm. Day, we were celebrating my mom passing. Mm-hmm. Well, not celebrating. <laughs> yeah! But, yeah. She's gone. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> no, we were, it was a celebration of life where she wanted, where she oh, wanted Oh, there's the spread. clip. Yeah. There's the clip. <laughs> At the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And somebody, so somebody started razzing you, I think, oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we were, so we, we ended up going into the mall in Nanaimo. And there's four protesters outside of RBC Bank. I guess RBC yeah, they was were. a big sponsor of the one of the, the TMX or CGL or something. They carried mm-hmm. a lot of it. I don't know. So they were all upset about RBC and pipelines. And, of course, I've worked directly in pipelines since 2017. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're saying all these things. And it's like, oh, there's – I asked them, like, what's in a pipeline? And they're like, dead dinosaurs. And it's like, that's just not the case. Like, it's not dead dinosaurs. It's natural gas, some oil in Canada, but that's yeah. pretty small, comparatively speaking, yeah. to the natural gas that we produce. And so they, – they, and there's no pipelines on a dead planet. And I'm, I just couldn't – I couldn't believe what they were saying. And then – so I asked them how they got there. And the and they like they had driven and I'm like come on and I'm like what I was really getting at is you didn't swim across yeah. from Vancouver to Vancouver Island yeah you took the ferry the diesel powered ferry yeah you got in your car it's like you're you use all of these fossil fuels but here you are protesting against the very thing yeah. that keeps you doing what you're doing yeah and you don't even understand necessarily what you're protesting yeah and I gotta say shout out to my wife she starts hauling at a pipelines feed my family pipelines feed my family <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. yeah and she was she wasn't having any of it no she, was she like, just Fuck wasn't them. Well, yeah, exactly because yeah. it's like they just they didn't understand and I would really like to ask the other side I said because there's a lot of play here what's what's equally you know, has the economic benefits that we already have the, you know, what's is economically viable for Canada. This is something that we produce for our country and we export. Yeah. You know, 
uh, what else has the infrastructure in place to take it over? If we if we if we stop on natural gas, what what are we supposed to use? What are we supposed to eat our homes in the north? You know. Oh yeah, they 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 bitch about oh natural gas, oh fracking, and all this shit. It's like I'm sorry, how cold is it last month and or last two weeks ago? And everyone's bitching out the walls. It's so cold. It's mm-hmm. so cold. cold. Yeah. Well, we stopped. We stopped using. Turn off coal. your furnace. We stopped using coal. We stopped burning oil. Yep. We we have made these green concessions all the way along. Yeah, we've settled on natural gas, which is a green alternative. Oh, it's super green. That's the in th- Canada's natural gas emissions are so low, comparatively speaking, to our trees. Like, yep. we actually run at a carbon deficit. It's yes. madness. And we literally sell land to China to offset their carbon deficit. Yes brutal they own just plots of land with trees on it they're like just leave the trees alone that that's our land that's offset yeah that's how much but why can't so this is my thing <clears throat> why can't we because we do have something that's economically viable and we do have something that's green mm-hmm. and we have a pro- product that is for sale and it is being exported on the global market so rather than trying to shut that down and quash that what we should be doing is promoting that business because it is green and what we should be doing is we should be reinvesting in that and within that maybe there should be a tax or something where these companies do need to put tech you know money into technology more renewable resources i'm not against electric vehicles i'm not against any of that but i am about choice yeah. And I do, I don't want to, I, for, for my life and the, what I do, the move I did this summer that you helped me with yeah. would have not been capable if I had an electric truck. Nope. If, if, if it was, if it was 2038 and we had to have all electric vehicles, we, the you move would not that, have been able to move from here not, anyway. yes. No, you would have taken a week, it would have, it would have taken, taken a week, a week to do it. It just wouldn't have been feasible to do it in the time frame. Yeah. So I, I, I just really want to know what. What is, you know, economic viability They, they want, they want everything to run on fairy dust and, and, and dreams and, and it does. You know, it's like, and, you know, speaking to the point about heating our homes, you know, we used wood heat and then wood heat was wrong. You're not supposed to log. So we stopped cutting down well, the fucking trees. Well, not just not, it's, it's super dangerous and it's bad for the people inside the house. Like it's yes. really like, yeah. more of, people of still all the, die Of all today. the kinds of ways to, to heat your house, it's. It's the least good for the least air efficient. as far yeah, as, good for as, far as carbon, right? Because yep. yep. you're not burning any carbon. And it's all, like, all wood is just carbon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, a, yeah, it's a brick of carbon. You just toss it. Yeah. So wood's bad. <clears throat> but wood's bad. So we stopped burning wood. Yep. Yeah, good. So how many houses have wood stoves? Next to fucking none. Yeah. So then every, you know, then there was a split in Canada between sort, and then they went into then oil. The oil. Yep. The mm-hmm. oil. Right. And then oil, you know, you're not supposed to burn oil. Yeah. Too so, too, too, too dirty. And there's coal, yep. and natural gas. There's coal, and natural propane. gas, and electricity. Right. But then yeah. electricity, it's funny. Electricity is the answer for cars, but you're not supposed to heat your house and they or make use it air conditioning. Yeah. Super expensive. Elect- electric yeah. heat is so inefficient. Yeah. So inefficient. Yeah. We couldn't, none of us could afford to live in Fort St. John on baseboard heat. No. No. Nope. No. Can't do it. Not no. a chance. No. Like I've seen garages that are like heated with them, and I'm like, yeah, that's keeping the that's keeping the chill off your vehicle. Yeah. That's all yeah. that's doing. Like you know, my uh, my family in Newfoundland, there is no natural gas just you know wired to everybody in Newfoundland. So you're either burning coal, burning oil, burning propane, which is hauled directly to your property and put in tanks. But so is the oil. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like so, like those are the things you're doing. You're like the only options they have are the least green options. They should do a bitch yep. task. Tech a bitch tax. 
if you bitch about something online, socially, whatever, if the, the government finds out, well, I mean, most most of them would love natural gas. Like, like it would oh, make, yeah. make their day. Like the people, oh, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the people themselves aren't like, oh, f that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking about the the they people down them. south. They would or love the, it. The, the people who whine and complain while simultaneously use it. It's mm-hmm. like they it's, it's hypocrisy. Sc- they should be scouring their social media. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, you bitched about natural gas. There's a tax. Yeah, click. We'll just, we can <laughs> well, yeah, turn also, it off. Yeah, we no, can just really, really. We easy. can just shut your valve off. Yeah, and if you and don't like it, summer, that's fine. Click. In the summer, I'm sure you'll be just fine. But the second it hits minus, no, probably five, five in their house, they're gonna lose their ever loving mind. Yep. All right. So we bitched enough about safety. <laughs> safety, <laughs> and the environment, gas, environmental and bullshit. I want to talk about something that did affect the environment, or our our. Um, our environment, anyways. Justin Trudeau and the pipeline, the Keystone Pipeline, a little bit. Okay. Not a lot of people had a say on how that thing, whether or not that thing should go in. He shut it down pretty hard. And mm-hmm. then they took over it, I think it was, and it jacked the price. Which which pipeline was it that it went? Trans Mountain? That Trans- went, it got jacked to the sky. Government's running it, more or less. T- TMX, yes. Yeah. And it's, it's like... It's so many millions of dollars over budget. It mm-hmm. was awful. Did you have a say on that? I did not have a say on <sighs> that. Devin, did, did you have a say on well, I mean, the government should be running it? Technically, yes. We had a say on it before the man entered office. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. In, I, in a broad <laughs> sense, yes. Had, had Collectively as a country, had we not voted a bin. Yeah. yeah. Then, then this would the, not be the problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's with the Keystone line. That was the line Biden shut down, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry. The Keystone yeah. Biden yeah. line shut yes. down. Yes. That's what I'm to do with us. Though. Sorry. Oh, that, yes. My bad. Yeah. Biden shut down the <clears throat> Keystone line. Yeah. Yes. It was, there was something happened in Canada where the, the TMX line got shut down and then the government came in and bought it out. Okay. And that's. Yeah. And yeah. then just made it a clusterfuck. Yes. Yeah. Beyond this measure. is the, the same government that lost money selling weed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and insurance. <laughs> yeah. Insurance. They lose money on insurance. Did you know there's entire private industries that run on insurance alone? They're like, oh, we sell insurance and we make tons of money. Yeah, insurance is an industry by itself. Yes. Yeah. And the government can't make money doing that. No. That's I, So on my way over here, I stopped at a convenience store and I saw the most gratuitous drug deal I've seen in such a long time. I'm curious. I, I, pull, I pull up to the convenience store. I, I got a work call. I was making a call. And there's this guy in the car to the right of me giving me the fucking eyes. And it's like, bro, I'm just making a call before I go get my bottle of water. Like, yeah. fuck off. And I can't figure out why this guy's like, he's a little weird, and he's, but he's a normal looking guy. And he's giving me the eyes. And then there's two dudes in the vehicle to the left of me on their cell phones. Hard. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then the dude just that gives me the eyes just realized that I'm going to be a few minutes on the phone making this phone call, Yeah, runs around behind my truck, jumps in the car, does the exchange, runs yeah. back to his vehicle and drives away. And it's like, come on, boys. Do so obvious. Just Amateur do hour. Do better. <sighs> oh, okay. So when we were, when we were staying at your guys' place, we, uh, we hit up the, the co-op card lock that's kind of on the way to Devon. Like when. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, right? Yep. So we hit that up on our way back to your place. It was like 11 at night. 
and there was a there was a Crown Vic with like tinted windows <laughs> sitting oh, there, yeah. yeah, not doing anything. So we pull up, and uh, you know, I go to to fill my gas. I'm like, I feel like that's a that, I feel like that's a dealer car. That's just my my inner, yep. <laughs> yeah. And like like while we're there in. So the car pulls away, but it just goes to the dark shadows of the other end of the lot. <laughs> of and course. It, <laughs> it just waits for us to leave. And we leave and I see its lights fire back up and it goes back to the gas pumps. Like it's waiting for the guy to show up. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so he, funny. He came out of the shadows thinking <clears throat> it was you and the, yeah. then it wasn't. So <laughs> then it wasn't. Uh, and he's like, ah. And he's, maybe, maybe his tank was already full so he couldn't like feign, <laughs> feign trying to fill yeah. his vehicle. Like, do 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 a 100%, 100% a drug deal waiting to happen. That being said, I saw Crown Vic there for sale recently. No, it was a Grand Mercury. No, what was it? Grand something. Anyways, it reminded me of my grandmother. I'm like, I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> Might have been a Crown Vic. Uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking for a two-door Blazer or Yukon. Oh, I know. You've been talking about that for a couple weeks now. And I just can't find one. They're no, well, I can find them, yep. but they're way more money than I'm willing to spend. Yep. Yep. They exist for like a, a 2003 GMC Yukon with 150,000 kilometers is $30,000. No fucking thank you. No. No. I'm half Ooh. looking for vehicles right now. It's not fun. Yeah. So anyway, you, I felt like you were hunting. I I was, I was going to start leaning towards this idea of having a say on things. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that, I guess that does bring us to, I guess the overall topic we want us to talk about. Yes. So you got a text from your friend, Justin. Yes. Um, earlier this week asking, like requesting a topic. So we thought it was interesting, thought we would, we would get into it. And, uh, Mike had a great segue, but we ruined it with talk of drug deals. (laughs) Well, yeah, right. You got to deal with the lowest denominator. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So yeah, uh, your buddy sent you a text being like, hey man, just discovered the podcast. um, And I was wondering about your take on direct democracy versus what we have now, representative democracy. And that's all he put. And I had never really thought about it. I actually had to kind of like look up and double check what direct democracy meant. Because at first I thought it meant like just... um, like popular vote. Yeah. That's kind of where I... Well, that's that's the way I understood it too. It's yeah. like everyone's got to vote on who becomes our leader, and one the, vote, and the majority, one person. Yeah, yeah, the majority of the country voting gets in who you want. Yeah. Then I realized like, actually, no, it's, it's a different system of democracy that is yeah. talking about. Direct democracy isn't like your vote is talking about who's going to go in as your representative of, of government. Yeah. Or your, it's electrical call or electrical college. <laughs> Electoral College or uh, MLA or Congress or anything like that is talking about a system where the government that is acting basically takes everything they do to a vote. Yeah. So the guy, you're not voting for a guy to proxy, you know, the interests, you know, of, Of of, of a community of the party. You are actually directly getting to influence decision making, which yeah. is interesting. I, my immediate thought is, could be great because nothing will ever get done. <laughs> nothing will. The, I don't know. I I battle that thought because it's like on one hand I agree with you, but it if 
we take a lot of the bureaucracy out of the government system. Mm-hmm. It de- it depends on how grassroots you want to make. The, like, yeah. How if we're doing like an electronic online ballot for two thirds of the country or or something? Yeah. Well, then then maybe not. But it's like if you had it small enough to like smart small parts of the European Union, the countries are quite small. You can get most of the country together. Oh, and yeah. Have, and have... The only yeah, current... Ireland, Scotland, like yes, all those yeah. places. But like, so, oh, they've, they've all got some version of it, but it isn't really? actually true direct democracy. But it's like, in Canada, we're so huge yeah. that how I... You can't do it. Yeah, to me, it's, to me, land size plays a huge... When I was... I've been kicking it around all day. And land size plays the biggest... Because our population density just, it's just not that dense. Yeah. 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 Like on one hand, it would be feel, it would feel good to think like, okay, you know, like enough of these like old farts that are in the pockets of, you know, of, uh, uh, of giant of, corporations of and co- giant corporations that are taking, you know, stuff on the side, like let us decide. And that sounds, it sounds attractive. Yeah. But like, how in the hell would that work with like, we're already... With the systems we have, like super str- divided, super divided, but also just struggle to have even confidence in the votes we make. Yes, right. Like, would that change? Yeah. And, you know, or would you actually just get rid of a check and balance, you know, in the chain where there's an actual person in between a easily fudgeable vote? And what are the co- the other side? What about the costs associated with oh, it? Well, like, <laughs> elections elections are an insane amount of money. Right? Yeah, not They're, not not if it was okay. And you would and you would have to do a small scale election for every decision the government yeah, is going right. to make. So it's some because it, at first I was like, okay, this is a huge cost savings, right? Because you can eliminate all these levels of of government and all these things. But then it's if you're running all these elections, that's people and time and yeah, it's like I see costs just. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the initial cost, I if if we followed it to the most efficient way possible, would have to run through an electronic, almost like an app base, but like forced on your phone because your government would be telling you your SIN number is attached to this. This is your phone, and this is your vote, and you have a say. Uh, so it could be efficient in the way of you create the program. That would do a huge cost of money. But after that, it wouldn't cost anything to maintain. Like its maintenance cost would not be that high. Its implication, like making things so you send out a message saying, we need your vote on this by this day, it's done. It's yes, no, whatever it is. You can read it, not read it, agree, disagree. They can, you, you can get a, a short little note. It's possible to make it efficient, but it has to be electronic, but then you have to trust you have to that trust it's not hackable. You have to trust yes, the system. That's that the thing. Not... That it, it's, it's validity comes into question at that yes. point because cause it's just numbers and it's like those are easily uh, Yeah, easily Any, anyone can, and the government's not good at things. We've already said that. They have, a, tra- they have a track record of, <laughs> of being shit. Yes. Now, um, my biggest, one of the ways that we could curb it a little bit is asking a pretense question. Let's say hypothetically you were going to vote on bears. It's like, should we kill all, not kill or increase or decrease the number of bear population in this area? Look at Forest HL, white-tailed deer yeah. or yeah. deer, mule deer. Yes. Right now, you go to Hudson Hope, you see hundreds sometimes. It's a safety, okay, so we all ride motorcycles. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And 
Like that valley now is a safety hazard. It is a, it is absolute safety hazard riding yep. your bike in there at dusk in the fall. So we asked the question, should the deer population be culled in northern British Columbia? Well, the first question is going to be, do you know anything about hunting or deers or animal population? Yeah. Like yeah. what what qualifies okay. you to actually have an opinion on and this? so if you're like, <laughs> no, it's like, thank you. And you just, your vote yeah. is not counted. <laughs> and if right. you say yes, it's like, how many types of deer are there in Canada? And if you can't answer that basic one, uh, yeah. So, so for every for every decision that you would have to make, you would have to have an arbiter that is coming up with all the qualifying questions to yes. make sure your opinion is valid for every fucking question. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. and also what qualifies be? him to be to to make to, ar- this to arbitrate yeah. who, who who is qualified and guy? not qualified? So, I mean, you vote on it. You vote on it. But that that fucking cost? But but right? that immediately that immediately gets rid of the purity of the direct democracy because the person asking the questions and coming up with the legislation is representative then. Yes. Because you are electing them to come up with the right questions. Yes. It's not crowdsourced. No. Like I said, it's it's almost impossible to uh, implement. Yeah, it is. And And that's why no true direct democracy has ever lasted. The only one that had any real... Like as like a true direct democracy, the only one that had any real teeth was Athens in ancient Greece times, like mm-hmm. before the Romans. But even that had strings, like because only only males of a certain age and of a certain stature were able to vote. I I fail oh, to see the problem. I'm not that. saying I'm not saying that's a problem, <laughs> but sounds great. But we could not do that right now. No. There no because like no uh, every, you'd have you'd have a girl stupid, be like I identify as a man idiot, so I get a vote. <laughs> every stupid idiot would have <laughs> their ability, so it yeah. would it would turn our country into mob rules. Yes, yes, and mob yeah. rule is the terrifying uh, side effect of absolute democracy. Yeah, because yes. like you know when I sign up for things online, do I read the terms of agreement? No, no, never once. I don't have time. I'm too busy. I, no, you know <laughs> right? what? Even even if I had time, the South Park cer- did a bit on that. <laughs> yes. Certainly, I'm not actually well educated enough to understand. Even though I'm, I'm not a lawyer, no. Legally and so, terms. Yeah, yeah, there's so much jargon in there. Exactly. So, like, in what way would the populace be able to make educated decisions on these on these issues? Because, like, when something comes up. You have to make it lowest common denominator language for the average person to understand. And therefore yeah. you lose all nuance yeah. of the decision being made. Yeah. Or uh, should there be a, let's say hypothetically, a criminal punishment for uh, speeding? Yeah. Well, speeding is an arbitrary term to me because speeding to me and speeding to you are two different things. Because when I speed, I, I go a little fast. When you speed, you go hella fast. <laughs> Yeah. So you're going to be like, yeah. and the, Or some people have this strange idea that uh, driving 100 kilometers an hour, safe. 102, not safe. It's like, what? It's arbitrary. It doesn't mean anything. So in legal language, they need to be very direct and nuanced. They need that. And people don't have time. I don't have time. You don't have time. I'm really glad that we have paid or voted, elected somebody who has time? That's his job. That's his thing. That's what he does. And hopefully we'll elect the correct people to go through that and say, okay, this is stupid. Oh, you want to kill all the deer? Well, that's dumb. We're not doing that. 
wrong. You just X that out. <laughs> or we're killing half of them. It's like, no, well, maybe a little less. We'll go with 45%, and that's still a lot. I don't know. But there's, there's, there's this idea that these elected officials are so corrupt and they're so horrible, and it's like, well, we're paying their salary. And it's like, not all of them. Some are good. I, I think that on a municipal level, municipal and on a regional level, the people that are in government, you know, have a genuine, yeah, a genuine passion for it. You know, I, I don't think that a, a city councilor in a small town here makes enough money to, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're doing it because they want to and they care about, they have a benevolent agenda. They, you know, they do, I think for the most part. They're, they're not all Nancy Pelosi, you no. know. But, beating the stock market and but, <laughs> using it to their I don't advantage. I, I don't necessarily know because there is such thing as wanting to be a big fish in a small pond. <laughs> like that comes with a certain level of power. Even if it's not big, it personally benefits your life. Think about like, say, think about the bands, like the, na- the native bands around here, stuff like that. The leadership over those things is not always benevolent. <laughs> like I will, I could. I have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We have, but just to say, like that, that is something that is yes. analogous to a municipal level yep. government. Yep, and I will agree that there's so much corruption in that that it's right yeah. that it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So you know, corruption at gov- at that level too really does exist. It, it really does. Yeah. Yes, I, I I do agree with you. I do think across the board though that. Generally, the people on a municipal level generally have are. I th- I do think that changes the further power corrupts. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the higher ranks you climb, the more corruption you will see. Yeah. And I think the, I think the fact that you're able to create or see opportunities before anyone else because you're the one creating them really allows you, it's like, oh, I can, oh, this is going to get turned into, or we're thinking about turning this section of land, hypothetically, into um, residential or commercial real estate. Are you speaking about a certain council person in the town? No, I have no idea. I do not actually know anything about the people here. Okay. But it doesn't surprise me if it did or didn't happen. So Fort St. John's probably number one realtor. Yes. Owns Burger King. Yep. Uh, Yep. 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 So much. And not just Burger King. We're yes. not like, it's not no, like no, that's the restaurant no, we no, have for no, those no. that are somewhere no, else. But no, but he, owns so, he, he owns so many things in this town. He owns the McKenzie place. Yeah. Coinc- in, coincidentally, yes. he's got, on city was council. AL, that was ALR land that got turned in the city. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking that he's a real estate agent and a city councilman. Yeah. So, yeah, I do agree that, that there can be corruption for sh- certain. And I'm not, I'm not saying this is corrupt. But I'm saying it's fishy. It could be viewed as corrupt and it could be viewed as a conflict of interest. I I can't say I don't have a personal vested interest in this. Mm -hmm. I just want to be clear that it could be viewed in that manner. Yeah. No one is accusing anybody of anything. No. Fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) I still want to be welcome at Burger King. Yeah. (laughs) The Whopper is great. I heart Whopper. You know, and and all that is to say that, like, it's not like we're looking at the current system and being like, this is the best thing ever. No. Yeah. Because it's obvious, it it obviously is deeply, deeply flawed. But I don't think that the answer for that is direct democracy. I think that is, like, it's like fool's gold, right? Looks shiny, but has no value. (laughs) Could it work 
in so, smaller communities like like let's say hypothetically Fort St. John became like not as a whole, not as a country, not as a, a region. That would but, like be, community community. That would be closer to the level where it where it would work. Because like I mean, let's say like if uh, you know if we were to to start like some kind of like uh, social group, social club, or something like that. That would be very, very easy to have de- de- direct democracy in something that is like 20 people large, yeah. right? You're like, yes. all right, guys, let's take a vote you know, on what we're doing on this one. All right, motion yeah. passes, moving on, right? Yes. But when you get to the size of like hundreds of thousands of people, yeah, then, because like, you know, even it, just, it, even it, just participation, think, participation, even just think like a problem. municipality of, say, Vancouver, yeah. <laughs> would it work there even if it does here? Probably well, not. Well, do you, do you think that even, <clears throat> I, I think that... Because my idea, and the only way when I, because as I said, I was kicking this around all day. The only way it, it works and it plays out in my mind is you have to, exactly how you said it, 20 people in a room, the yeas have it, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, how I, that's how I think the only way <laughs> no. direct democracy plays out. So I think that in Taylor, when you can get the vast majority of the residents in, in the Taylor in Hall, room, yeah. and in, say like in the hall, yes, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know if you don't have fist fights over it, I think you can get a lot of stuff done. Yeah, you know we believe in this, yays the yays got it. We believe in this, no, the nays got it, right? And I think yeah. if you're going through it on that scale, yes, I think that if you tried to scale from Taylor to Fort St. John, I think mm-hmm. the whole unfortunately, and I, cause I think it's part. a good system. I think it all implodes on itself. Yeah, and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. And there's the there's the part of it where oh crap I just my brain just farted I was, had it I had a trajectory had it yeah. had it, it was gone <laughs> oh like so gone not even a little not okay even a little. okay he was talking about upsizing from Taylor to Fort St John oh. uh, I'm trying I'm trying to help you back out here um, yeah moving up to that scale getting the yays and nays getting a participation oh, okay. I'm rate. back I got it. <laughs> Participation is <laughs> right. a good thing. How can you get everybody all in the same room at the same time? Ah. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's a huge, huge part oh. of it that is very, very important. The other part of it is the fact that for like for this country to work, f- like for the whole country, you need certain votes to count more. Yep. Like, because if you just let like the Greater Toronto Area, if everything was a public vote. Like was it was a populist vote could just decide everything for the entire country. Yep. Yes. Like, yes. So you we absolutely need the votes in northern BC and Alberta to have more weight to them yep. <laughs> than the votes in Vancouver. The, it like I mean that sounds unfair. Sorry, fuck you if you think that's a problem. Life yeah, isn't you, fair. You but, crammed a million people into a tiny little spot. Right. Because like fault. the people the people that would be voting on things in the greater Toronto area have no idea how to produce the food and heat and, you know, and raw materials that the country has made. And they would just vote in policies that overrode all of ours and would completely cripple our ability to actually make the country function, like, to have what it needs to survive. Oh, that'd be a great idea. In a matter of months, we would... We would be done. Yeah, we would be from a oh. first world country to a third world country in a Here's matter of months. I got, I got like, an idea. So, so we like your vote, Justin, needs to needs to value more than Jennifer in, in Toronto. It has to. Absolutely. Fuck you, Jennifer. Yeah. Sorry, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have a thought. We do have a vote when it comes to natural gas. Should natural gas be banned? And everyone who votes yes, you go and turn off their natural gas. 
be like, okay, no, it's banned for you. For you, it's banned. You do not need it. You are better than that. Good job. And you just turn it right off. And then you just wait. And you wait. And all of a sudden, you can change your vote in about 20 days. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but that like that would require a certain level of, of like vindictive vindictive judgment like like for everything how would you enforce every rule like sure yeah, the yeah. heat one that gives you a tangible way to to deal with something yeah but how would you do that for tree growth or or things like that right cuz yeah. like, you know uh, decisions on that level take time yeah yeah environmental decisions can, are not you cannot quantify yeah in days weeks or even months, right? These are years and decades yeah. before you really see any. Well, it's the unintended con- consequences, right? Look what we're doing right now in Canada. Like we're seeing a little bit of a warmth happening and we're actually gaining forest because of the uh, expansion of warmer climate for trees to be able to thrive in a, a further north. So we have more forests today than we've ever had in all hist- in Can- Canadian history or, or known history anyways. And like, oh, it's because of global warming. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think it's just part of a cycle. Well, that's, I, I, it is absolutely part of a cycle. If you look back to the 1890s, we were now at the, about the name, about the same level of glacier in Canada as we were in the 1890s. Oh, wow. Yeah. It appreciated from the 1890s through. Up, up through mm-hmm. to like the 50s and 60s. 60s yeah. 80s, maybe even into the 80s or 90s. But then there was, there's been a slow yeah. degradation and, and that, that is happening, but we're only back to what we were a hundred years ago. Yeah. So there's nothing saying that, yes, we may regress more, yeah. but there's nothing saying that that same cooling effect that caused glacier growth yeah. in, yeah. you know, in, in those years through the yachts, tens. Yeah, it's so, going yeah. to revert a diver, or divert yeah. directly back to. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there's it could nothing be, saying go that. Go back, go forward. We don't know. They, there, there's evidence that the, the the poles on the earth have switched yeah. three or four times in, in history. There's evidence where the North Pole became the South and the South Pole became yeah, the exactly. North. Yeah, or, exactly. Or there's actually the, the axis switch. So yeah. the axis, like apart from polarity switching, the axis actually over time goes from like left to right. So that would actually make, it would, it would change it. So Australia would be a cold climate like Canada is. Yeah. So they would have winters and all that stuff. And Canada, like, you know, the, the North on this side of things would turn into something like an Australia like climate minus Uh. the, you know, access to ocean and stuff like that. But yeah. So like you think about that, like that's a huge time, time scale. Yes. Yeah. Like that, that's really, really big. That's in like the scale of like several ice ages come go before that happens. Yeah. But, but if we vote on it, it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> if you vote on it and then you tax it afterwards, oh, yes, I forgot about you the tax. can definitely Sorry. fix it. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> All right. Certainly. So, so another. We, we, it, okay, go. Yeah. I wanted to talk a little bit about the, again, the legislative aspect of it. Somebody has to come up with this. They just even the, yeah, the somebody rules. Still, somebody still has to work government. Somebody has to be there to create these 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 things to vote on. But to, are they are the, is that more of an administrative role then that you're playing? That yes, yeah, I suppose but, that would be like because. But administrators the, still have to administrate for somebody. Yeah, well, but they're administering the voice at that the voice of the people at that point. 
Yes. So then it would be okay. Then, then you would have to have you would have to have votes somebody. On the, you would what have to there want to do. The, you would have to have somebody proposing them individually. Right. It's ridiculous. It just is a never-ending circle of yeah. shit. It's yeah. just there's just no way for it to happen at scale. No. In in any successful capacity. No. The yeah. one thing that I can think of where things like where it may work and say something like what Switzerland has is basically the people itself kind of has the ability to veto. Yeah. So they can actually take a vote. Oh, that's not bad. They can take a vote to like, you know, reverse something that their representative government has done. That'd be great. They just like, they just go to their representative, like whoever's representing them there saying, we don't like this. We want to vote on it as a country. Like there's yeah. enough of so us. Yeah, ba- it's we want to revote. Basically. We want to revote. It's, a, it's an appeal. It, it's, <coughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's an appeal via referendum. Yes. So and it's not even on the government itself. It's just on. On a specific on policy. Act, on a policy yeah. or an act. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I mean. Switzerland, may- fucking A. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that would work. That Maybe would, that would be well. Great. That, you know, it's like I really hate to bring this up, but that effectively sounds like what the trucker rally was. Yeah, yeah. Except the trucker rally didn't have an official voice. It was able to like veto through sheer force of will. Yes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. But it would be nice if it was just like, okay, the government has decided to put out these bans and stuff like that, and, and these lockdowns, and for the people to actually have a voice in that because that's something we didn't get. Yes. Yeah. We didn't yeah, that, get that, that, a... That's exactly... That was exactly... Like, we didn't get that voice. And that... Did, did you hear the good news today? There was news today? There was news today. Justin Trudeau's Emergency Act was oh, deemed yeah. unconstitutional. Yes. Yes. Travis told me about that on the way back from Grand Prairie. He was probably super happy. He was very <laughs> happy. Was he cussing up a storm? Yes. <laughs> we, he wanted to hang a bunch of trees yeah. in his past. And it, so, so that doesn't ch- <laughs> Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's not going to change he loves anything. Hanging. <laughs> he loves hanging for treason. <laughs> it's like, I'm not entirely sure why people are so stoked about it. Because like, what the fuck does it change? Well, it changes actually, the grounds in which he, which he imprisoned a lot of these truckers. Yes. But we so, know, you know so perhaps, burn? perhaps okay. uh, no, that's not necessarily true because they may still be able to get him on technical laws that were broken. Yes, but right? then his technicality is he did not have counsel, so it should be. I'm I'm confident that Burn will be fine. I'm I'm fairly confident he will be fine too, but I don't think this has any bearing on that whatsoever. No. No. It it just doesn't. Yeah. The best we can hope from from this being deemed unconstitutional is that it establishes precedent for the future. Yeah. Yes. That that's the best we can hope for from it. Yeah. I mean, in that way, okay, yay. But every like this isn't a win as far as like actually making anything change. No, all it is is a validation. We actually knew it wasn't constitutional the yeah. whole way this along. This just proves yeah. you were right. right. I, I it love just gives you validation right. for your feelings, <laughs> but it actually. Is there tangible, going to mm-hmm. be tangible change because of this? Or, no. Or is there going to be... Or consequence. No, no. And no. that's the biggest problem is that, okay, what are the consequences? There is no consequence. And if there's no consequence, cool, thanks yeah. for nothing. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, that if, is, yeah. if you're hoping for consequences, I'm sorry, but that's not fucking happening. I, do you know what I do get? I get a giant, I told you so, to all these people. They're like, oh, it's, you know, it does look like an emergency. Anyone who, you know, yammers stupid crap like that. Anyone who thinks that he was justified in any way, it's a giant, I told you so, to them. That's that's what I got out of it. Yeah. That's, the if, other, if I'm going to get anything. 
The other I told you so that people need to take away from this is the corruption of government in the way that they invaded those people's personal bank accounts. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I've shared my feelings about the trucker rally, but there was egregious. Overreach. Yeah. By the, on the, on behalf of the government. So it's. Yeah. And it was, it was scary to see that that's something that they could do. Yes. All of a sudden the, the government came out of the shadows and started waving their stick around. And the, unfortunately the government has a big fucking stick. Yeah, because we elect them to have that stick. Their stick is far bigger than our stick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I guess getting back to democracy itself, like, I know people think, like, something like direct democracy might solve problems. It creates more problems than it solves. Oh, yes. However, like, our government is too big. Oh, I agree. It just just really, really really is top heavy in such a way that doesn't do us any favors. You know, um, I don't think, like, I think representative democracy is the right way to go, but Mm -hmm. you just need to have less of it. Yeah. And a overall, an overall temperature of government that leans towards libertarianism, where it, on most matters, kind of lets... Let's you buck. Let's free market determine like what's gonna what's gonna happen. Let's people decide for themselves what they're gonna do. Those kind of things. All right. So I have an idea. Yes. We have a two sided country. We have a left side which is free, and then a socialist side that is, you know, kind of like what they did in Berlin, where they just like okay, let freedom reign here. Where if you want to be libertarian, you just go over here, and if you want the government to you know suck on their tit, you. Go over there. Like, this is your side of the country or whatever. Like, make Ottawa. Like, keep your... We, they keep their money. We keep ours. We're like to... Fuck this microphone lately. Um, they keep their money. We keep ours. So whatever they make just stays there. Whatever that we make stays here. And you can choose freedom. And you have to choose it. That's a, that is one of the problems I have with freedom and libertarian ideas is forcing it on people who are incapable of using it because an enlightened society uh, of libertarians is great it's amazing could you imagine just everyone being like ah yes leave me alone that sounds great you're not going to tax the crap out of my paycheck you're going to let me invest in my future instead of you investing for me now the problem with that is a lot of people don't invest in their future so they kind of depend on CPP when it comes to their end of life or when it comes to their retirement. But then there's a small demographic of people who are like, I will spend that money better. I will invest it better than the government can because I will get a better rate of return than they do and I will get all of it back, not just a portion of it. And so there's this idea that we have of freedom being this great thing and I don't think freedom is great for everybody because some people don't want the consequences of their actions and that includes myself in some areas. I'm not saying that I'm above it. There are some things that I know our government catches for me, like um, the child benefit or whatever it is. I would love more than anything just to keep my money if they would just stop taxing me. If I could, <laughs> if I could actually take home yeah, what my paychecks are mm-hmm. versus... Versus losing 40% of it? Yeah. 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 That, like, that, that'd go a long way. That would go... definitely <laughs> go a long so way. Far. <laughs> and, and, but there's this idea like, oh, but imagine having a choice of I can pay taxes and reap the benefits of the government, or I can keep my money and I am responsible for my well-being and my family's and, and my future. And yeah. I don't think that works for everybody. 
it doesn't work for most because that's why that's why there's employer benefits. Yeah. Because if 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 most people, if you look at what you pay into employer benefits throughout the year, mm-hmm. you probably don't get that much back in service. But by the the small deduction from your pay, yeah. when it allows your family to function, yeah, it's a it's a savings plan. It's a it's insurance yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And it, 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 I mean, I guess to, to, a, that, yeah, yeah. to that effect, you could have a private insurance company that would do the same thing. Yes. That you could opt into. Yes. And I think there needs to be, even when it comes to government things like that, opt in, opt out. If you want to opt out of some things, well, you're not going to, you can opt out of it. And so, you, but you're, so you're not paying taxes, but you're not going to reap the benefits of, well, that, of being part of the system. That was one of my complaints. I'm old. I was old before I had my son, but I, <laughs> <It's true. laughs> and I planned on being, I planned on never having kids. Right. And I was like, why, why am I getting taxed in the same way yeah. that somebody that has a bunch of kids in the school system and yeah. you know, they're, they're heavy on the system where I, you know, it's like my impact is light. Yeah. Why am I paying? Why am I paying property tax on something more? Yeah. yeah it, Cause it comes from your property tax. It comes from, from uh, income tax, tax, all of this, right. Yeah. And all, yeah. you know, all of the taxes collected pay for schools, hospitals, all of these things. Well, a family of six uses six times what a single person does. Yeah. Right? But then you have people like me who I'm paying the same taxes as as you were essentially. And I'm not using the systems in play. I'm not using the public system, the school system. No. And I'm like saying, fuck that noise. I don't want any part of it. But I'm still paying the tax in it. You're still paying. And we we don't have the option of opting out. Yeah. We vote on it. We vote on it. Opting out. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, we voted. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I floated an idea around because we were talking about the Great Reset, and th- I, part of me, and this is would be a controversial thing, but part of me thinks that the Great Reset, on, uh, on a global level, on a country level, is a positive thing. There's. Countries owe China a non-tangible amount of money, trillions of dollars, to the to the effect of it's never going to get paid off. Yeah. So if if we were to it, able, to it's bo- all a, it's all a fugazi. Like yes. it, it it means nothing essentially. Yeah, but money yes, in it itself needs nothing. nothing. So it's it's just all it's all this back and forth, and it's really just numbers. It's binary. It doesn't. It doesn't if, even exist. It does, no, it doesn't exist and it really doesn't amount to anything. But there's all this, you know, the Americans keep having to raise their debt ceiling in order to keep their company go, country yeah. going and all all of these things. We're, we're $70 trillion in debt. Well, we're never getting the fuck out of that. Well, do you know, so, money is debt. Well, that's, but on a, if we could just, like so much could change if on a global level, if we stopped owing China and China stopped owing Russia and Russia stopped owing Canada and all yeah. of this stopped, we could actually... Function. We could decrease our t- our our income tax rates. We could we could yeah. we could change, and that and we could actually put money back into Canadians' families. Yeah. I would lo- I would love my salary, my pre tax salary as a take home salary. Mm-hmm. That would mm-hmm. make me very happy. Yeah, I suppose that would make sense if that's what the people angling for the Great Reset wanted. They, they don't. No, that's no, the, no, the problem. No, and that's no, the problem. On, on a right? personal level, on a personal level, I want to be very about it. Yeah. I do not want the Great Reset. It would be a fuck up. I do the job. I I love my job, 
because it because it allows me to have two houses and a motorcycle and a boat and all these fucking things that I really love. Yeah. yeah. And but if it doesn't matter if you own nothing and you'll be happy, well, I'll tell you this: I'm going to work on a motherfucking golf course. Yeah. And like, I'm not doing shit no, for y'all. <laughs> it, no, if it just doesn't matter, I I like talking to people. I like cutting lawns. I'm up at asshole o'clock in the morning. You you are. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, I want to go work at a golf course. That's yeah. stress-free. That's great. If it doesn't matter, I'll get to have all the nice things that I fucking have. Yeah. Then that's what I'm doing. Yeah. You, and there's an immediate social breakdown at that point. You give me minimal, well, I'm giving you minimal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If, at if that it, point, everything's turning to the late Soviet Russia. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, you, do you- Everyone re- will be equal pieces of shit. You own your own business. Do you actually even like drywalling? Do you, you, I'm certain oh, you don't yeah. love it. No, like if if there was like this is the trade I know. This is the way I'm able to this is the way I'm able to contribute to society and get a fair compensation for my effort. Yep. In the best way that I that I can for my skill set. Is it does it make all my dreams come true? Does it make me wake up in the morning and be like, "Oh, I get I get to make I get to make a flat wall slightly flatter again today." Yeah. Like no bumps here. Right? No bumps no, here. no bumps here. I want I really want to pour aggressive a silicate girl. sand directly into my eyeballs for another 8 hours. Yeah. Like no, I I'm just not going to do that sort of thing. Like sorry, if you want your house to look like anything other than a slapped together like jigsaw puzzle, Fuck off. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not doing that for nothing. Yeah. I'm not doing that unless it puts my kid through school and gets me a motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. To another motorcycle. Yeah. That's the thing, right? We yeah. we we willing we're willing to trade our time and we're willing to sacrifice. For my good, not the greater good. Yeah. I am the it, greater yes. good. And the fact that my greater good helps your greater good is it's all better. That's, that's copacetic. Good. That's, yeah, that's, good. that's I'm, good. I'm happy about it, but I don't actually give a shit. Yeah. I saw this saw this great <laughs> meme the other day. It was, uh, you're, you're telling me you value your things more than uh, our needs? It's like, I don't fucking know you. I value my morning coffee more than your needs. Yes. <laughs> more, pe- more people need to adopt that philosophy. Yeah. Of your things are, or my things are not your things. And yes. yours aren't mine. You don't have a right to them unless no. they're offered. Yeah. If I have to do something for you, that's, 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 that's a good. I am the good. Yeah, I don't have to do shit for you. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, this is the world we live in. This is the struggle, right? Like, is everything going to get fixed in the next few election cycles? No. no. You know, no. In fact, it'll never it, be fixed. It, it'll never be fixed. This, no. is, this is the constant struggle that we're always going to be under, you know, and. And I think that's the biggest problem is people are, they're, they want utopia. They yeah. think that there's a way to utopia. Guess what? There's, there never will be. No. No. I think every I, utopia is just a hell in disguise. <laughs> Where the fuck well, the, did you get that? Yeah. So my question <laughs> is, I've been, thinking, I've been thinking about this for a little while in a way to articulate it. But I think we, I think that we have to, democracy has to live and grow. It has mm-hmm. to, it has to be a living, breathing thing. Yeah. In order for it to, to flourish. Because it. You know, if it, if it's not ever changing and ever evolving, then it's going to stop suiting suiting the needs of the people. Yeah. So we need to have more discussions around maybe direct d- d- democracy to see what works and what doesn't work, and how that. Well, even experiment on on capacity, right? Yes. Uh, like, why don't they do experiments on 
how much you can do, how far, and how far before it degrades. We have enough communities in the air, like in Canada, that you could be like, all right, we're trying it here, 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 and here. Who does it best? And is it because of the people? Well, oh, the, man. They act that actually is happening in a scary way in Canada right now. Have you, have you read about this? In the, and it's like, if you read about it, this 15 minute city thing is a very, very scary thing. I heard a little yeah. bit about so, it. So it's like, it's, and it's already in the thing, it's already in cities as close as Edmonton. There's 15 minute neighborhoods in Edmonton. And the whole thing of a 15 minute neighborhood or a 15 minute city is your work, all of you, your entire existence is in a 15 minute walking radius yeah. of your house. Yeah. Your work, your source of food, your, um, friends, your places of social gathering, all that needs to be something that you can walk to in 15 minutes so that, you know, basically these cities will shut down on a, on a, like a, on an industrial level. Like hmm. you, you aren't, you're not going to need a car. Yes. Like, why are you so worried about a car? You can walk to whatever you yeah, need yeah. to do. In there's, the there's no need to even be concerned about electric vehicles. Because you're just going to walk. And Ride a bike. You need to go. Like, so yeah. like that's, it's that's, only 15 minutes, bro. Yeah, it's only, it's only, it's only 15 minutes. And, and, but the scary thing about that is the enforcement of it. Ah, yes. For, like that sounds great. Like that. Uh, yes. Opt in. Yes. And, it's, it's the enforcement of it. So for that to function, cause the, they want to do it because they want to enforce the environmental, the environmental impact. Oh. And an amount like of this, control. Yeah, it's amount of control over you as an individual because you're you're stuck in a zone then. Yeah. Yes, like you, and you actually you're have to district twelve district. Yeah, yes, exactly. you have to apply yeah. for permits to get to leave. You to have leave to your, ah, you have to, you have yeah, to yeah. justify. You, I have you know you have to justify I'm leaving because of such and such. Yep. Yeah, I need I need to go visit my friends over there, so I need to apply for a permit to travel to zone whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the wrong zone at the wrong time. You can get fined, you can get arrested, you can get et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like these are the things that will need to happen in order for this to be the globe changing. <laughs> environmentally <laughs> positive thing of, oh, you, you just can't leave. Right? Yeah. And it's like, think about the degradation and the segregation it's going to do to our society. Because no, you're going to just assume it's the grass is greener scenario. You're Everywhere. going to assume that, yeah. that everybody on the outside of your 15 minute circle has... A better gym, cheaper cars, and a better grocery is, score. And the fact Some is that will. will be true. <laughs> they will be. Yeah. 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 The, and grass, a, the grass will, will be, be better or worse in certain areas. Yes, right? and, and then and you're just going to be stuck living in a ghetto. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just going to breed or, hate yeah. and dysfunction because yeah. you're just going to hate the person next to you Yeah. because you, you don't know. So you're assuming. You're making assumptions based on fear. That, imagine the tribalness that would happen. To Tri yes, you uh, see, the, absolutely. Uh, I almost That's support great... part of it up to the whole. Hey, you, like make everything you do in your life in this area cool. Can you leave? As long as you can leave freely, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That, that sounds great. Like that sounds like a great idea. But the second you're like, but you have to get a permit to leave. No, no. <laughs> uh, there is what? none of that bullshit. Ask the First Nations community in in BC. When they, when like in in the late eighteen hundreds, when the when they formed all the reservations, when the First Nations wanted to leave the reservations, they had to get a, a pass. There was a pass or a permit and form they had to fill out. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I'm. I just got to make sure it's clear. Bad. But it's like so they'll they'll tell <laughs> yeah, you all that about didn't do how them well, any good. No, it nope. did not. It did them a disservice as a as a yeah. as a culture or that's a, that's, a race. Or, yeah. yeah. So bad. Fifty minute cities. Bad. 
I, ide- ideologically, yeah. Well, you know, if you, you want it, if you want to live in this echo chamber to that degree, and marry your cousin, or because that's what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of intermarriage yeah, <laughs> or well, interfamily. Well, that no. The one thing that I will say is. I could travel. I could not travel 700 kilometers each week. It's like part of me does. Part of me is like the good thing. It's like, well, fuck. I could actually sleep in my with my wife. No, you still have to do it. Yeah. You just get paid a lot less because it'd be like, oh, that's your pass is to go there. You're gonna go work on the farms, the oil, oil field farms. The oil field. Because <laughs> that would be, that's if what it would be. be like, at, at that point, pipeliners would all be lepers. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you, yeah, you would almost have like a like a little society of you know something like pipeliners where, you know, yeah. all these people have special permits and they like they, they they kind of like birds of a feather sort of flock together. Like that would be your community. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, it would be not just the people you work with. Like that would actually just be kind of like, all right, you guys are all stuck together. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and like you know, you you can go visit <laughs> these. <laughs> you can go visit the normies <laughs> on occasion, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so that doesn't work. I th- th- I think the more we talk about these ideas of different um, different living s- ideas, like they are, are, are communities and, and stuff like that, like uh, absolute democracy or whatever they call it, and then 15-minute cities and all this, and it just makes me so happy for the system we have in place. As chaotic and corrupt and horrible as it is to a certain degree, Parts of it, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. We we have a certain level of functionality because of it. Yeah. Even 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 health wise, like you're able to expose yourself to more germs so that you're le- less sick less often, because you're constantly upgrading your immune system. And if you were in this bubble of people and you guys got very assimilated to one another, and you're like, oh, we're all healthy. Oh, cool. We, we, everyone in this community is healthy. One guy comes in yeah, with a cold, fucking kills everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Again, back to the First Nations. That's right. Smallpox. Yeah. Right. It's like mm-hmm. we, history, we've already proved that this is not a viable system. Yeah. It, that the, the, colo- it, the, colo- the, colo- the forming of colonial countries proves that this does not work. Yeah. Could you imagine somebody bringing you a burger and he's like, here's your burger? <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whole village gone. It was an accident. They brought good things. <laughs> That's my thing when it comes to the whole First Nations thing. I really do feel bad that I keep having to harp on this sometimes. But the whole, they killed an entire population. They didn't do it intentionally. They brought germs that they weren't used to. They didn't. Killing implies a level of well, intent. I got to disagree think, there. I don't think a lot of them intended on doing it. I don't think a lot of them did, but there was there, there's evidence... And there, it's factual that 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 because they do they did the Europeans did realize at some point that the First Nations did not have a natural immunity to smallpox, and some of that they did throw blankets covered in smallpox yeah, on the First Nations. They in didn't order know that it would work because they didn't discover germs until later on. Well, they did know that whatever they. Just because you don't understand a germ, you're aware if 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 Buddy the Scratchy guy rubs this blanket <laughs> on it and then they toss it at those dudes, those they're all going to get it. Yeah, like, no, they, they knew they, they, they were knew aware how that plague worked. Like they know how plagues work. Yeah. They just didn't know like the biological level at which it, it yeah. the mechanics. Yeah. There was people with malicious intent with yes. smallpox, yes. and Some, it doesn't take a genius to figure to figure out how. 
you know, even if you're like, well, it spreads, you know, it spreads through air or spreads through magic. I mean, whatever you think, but if you know that if this sick person is in that area and people around them start getting sick and the items that they have yeah. start getting people sick, you can weaponize that. Yeah, especially if you have leeches or booster leeches and you can... <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. They, there's one level of understanding and then there's another one right, where but, like... But the level that you're talking about doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't take matter. away the fact that you, that was 100% weaponizable. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you necessarily... Okay. I do don't you, believe that it was all. That's all. That's all no, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like all? Some no. Is no. some of it? 100%. Yes. Like, there, was, like, there, 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 there was a portion. Right. Because like Siege, like... People that laid siege under city-states way, 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 yeah. way back, well before any of that understanding came, mm-hmm. they knew if you catapulted bodies dead, over dead top rotting of bodies over into that area, you're going to make that whole city vilely ill, and they're going to die by attrition, or they're going to leave, and yeah. the city is yours. Yeah, that, that, that is true. They did that. Yes. That, you, that was intentional. Do you understand? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was. Yeah, no, the, the, the body. Like, you don't think <laughs> Europeans had that shit figured out? We, <sighs> we, do you understand exactly how dynamite works? Uh, more or less. I want to say more or less because, again, back to the whole idea of uh, pseudo intellectualism, where you understand yeah. something because but I you, lack you know enough. I have enough. You of know enough of to know that when you light it, when you light the fuse and throw it over there. It's gonna go boom. Yeah. Even if you couldn't make a stick of dynamite yourself. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Like you a... could still use it to yeah. great effect. Yes. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure if it was a trick question. I'm no, like... no, no trick question. It's okay. like no, but <laughs> like... Fu- fundamentally, probably around the same, uh, probably, a same yeah, level. Probably of understanding. you can't go b- mix some shit up and make some dynamite. I, I mean, I'm just yeah. assuming. No. So, so in the same way, no, they didn't necessarily under have a full understanding of what. But what, they knew the chemical they, makeup they, they of it was. Which but fuse they, they to light. Did, yeah, they did know what fuse to light, and this will go boom if we do this. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I apologize think. for my ignorance. I try. I try to. That's the problem with trying to be a, uh, assume good faith, even of our history, because you like to think that oh, some of them were just dumb. Because ignorance does play a small part in yes. some areas. Yep. That's why uh, there's these doctors like giving birth yeah. to children, and they were like, oh, there's this this. If they get born from this time to this time, they're likely to survive. But if they get born from this time to this time, they're more likely to die. Uh, the mothers would die because uh, in the morning everything was clean. But in the afternoon they would – or during the day they would deal with bodies and the germs from the dead bodies would get on the mothers and then kill the mothers. And it was horrible. And it was like, oh, this seems so evil and bad. They're killing mothers in the evening. It's like, no, they were dumb. They didn't know what they were doing when it came to that stuff. And I assume I'd be in the same camp of trying to do good and still not making a difference because I didn't know the proper procedures. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when everything is assumed to be malice, it's not good. But when everything is assumed to be ignorance, it could be almost worse. So I apologize. I said, I said sorry. I can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, well, I think we should wrap it up. We uh, we didn't solve anything today, but we did figure out that uh, direct democracy is uh, well bullshit. Yeah, kind of just bullshit. Well, so it's a great theory. It's a, it's something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And okay. you ha- you have to have a discussion. Yeah. Because if you're not challenging what's going on. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you if you just, I never want to be the one to suppress yeah. discussion. I mean, and no. like, listen, like if you're listening to this and you're like. No, you guys got it 100% wrong right from ground level. 
I would love to educate you on what this means. Please contact us. Let Come us on. know. Let I would, us know. I would love to be corrected yeah. on this and shown something that I didn't know. And we will not just try to get you all liquored up and, yeah. and get your. We are real opining opinions. based on our based on our best understanding. Yeah. We, could you imagine just having on all a blue of collar it level? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we're blue collar Yeah. <laughs> it's in the title. It's in the title. It should be implied. It should be implied. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Um, I just want to keep talking and hanging out. I do have a couple of stories, but that has to be after the podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll, uh, we'll call it a night. God bless. Have a great night. Cool.